0: Before we get into today's episode, just wanted to remind you guys that today's episode is brought to you by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space, so you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That is podgo.com at P-O-D-G-O On today's episode, we have the Tokyo Game Show showing off Age of Calamity new characters, some gameplay, and what our expectations are. Animal Crossing New Horizons of Pokemon Sword and Shield updates coming to both games. And at the end of the episode, we have a Pokemon discussion based off of our friends from the Outcast podcast discussing who would win in a fight between Gyarados, Charizard, Machamp, and Typhlosion. We give our takes, we break it down, we use a lot of numbers. It was actually pretty fun. I really enjoyed it. Another great episode today, guys. If you enjoy it, let us know with, with the social media plugs down below. And with that being said, enjoy the episode, guys.
1: Season two. My name is Tyler, and I am back, as always, with my co-host Colby Moyer. Colby, how are you doing today?
0: Uh doing okay. Just got a class. Uh, it's been a—it was a rough class day, just because I had just no clue and no interest in, as to what was occurring around me. But I digress. It's been that way for a lot of this semester. But other than that, I'm doing pretty well. Video game wise, I can't be doing any better. I'm still playing Galaxy and recently just started a platinum run again so so we're back in the pokemons which we're gonna get into a lot but other than that yeah i'm doing well how are you doing buddy
1: i'm doing all right school's stressful as always uh we're getting into the thick of it now we're about a We're a third a third through the the semester Uh, so only a third yeah so it's getting there uh I don't know, I'm going to be meeting, there's a lot of stuff going on, but uh, as far as gaming goes, uh, lots of news, me personally, uh, an unexpected uh, stomach bug kept me from from my Switch for a good while, Uh, and I am still currently recovering, but uh, I will be returning to Galaxy shortly because I have started my journey towards 100%ing the game. Oh, well let's go. Uh, I'm. I think I'm on like 93 stars right now, so. Damn. I'm currently. I'm currently just going into Good Egg Galaxy to kick Dino Piranha's ass every time I need a prankster Comet to show up, because that's really all I need besides the secret stars in some levels, and the purple coin challenges are kind of running me up a wall. But it's a slow journey, so. Yeah. Uh, that's the extent. But you know, enough about. Enough about that. We have we have a lot to we have a lot to talk about this episode. A we lot do, of things actually, have been happening.
0: Yeah, we do have a lot to talk about this episode, and we're going to talk about the, the apple to our eyes, uh, as many as many would say, because last or I guess Saturday, not that long ago, Saturday there was the Tokyo Game Tokyo Game Awards, Tokyo Game Show. I think it's Tokyo. Is it war, Tokyo Game go, Show.
1: It's a game it's show, just game showcase. Yep. Yeah,
0: there were a lot of games shown though, that are near and dear to people's hearts, and I respect everybody for having their preferences. But as far as we, us, there was only one that we really cared about, and mm-hmm. it was shown, and it has only made us more excited for the game. Uh, of course, I'm talking about Hyrule Warriors: Age of Calamity. It's just everything about yeah. it is everything about it has been just solidified in our minds and we are just so excited for november 20th It is gonna be incredible but we'll talk about the presentation itself so just what were your what were your thoughts watching it uh, we couldn't understand a lick of what yeah. they were saying which is very unfortunate but was about to strictly, say, there vi- no... strictly visuals go what are we thinking
1: yeah so obviously you can infer a lot from what we saw and you know There are already translations out there confirming or, you know, clarifying what has been shown. But uh, we got about 13 minutes of gameplay, I think, total. Uh, And we got some new uh, information regarding uh, new characters, uh, uh, how certain mechanics are going to fit into the Hyrule Warrior style. Uh, So I was just going to I am. Man, it just looks real. It looks gorgeous. It, every i don't know man like every single time someone brings up like how the switch is just like graphically inferior to the other consoles like statistically that might be true but nintendo's really not doing a good job of showing it because they keep no coming out with these like absolute like amazing uh games with with i can't speak today man that's okay these games with a great graphical quality like hyrule uh, Warriors Age of Calamity is going to fit in right alongside with, with Breath of the Wild like the art style is almost indistinguishable yeah and it looks just as good as that game at least at at this value uh, that I saw it uh, in that presentation so uh, if I can finally get my words to come out of my mouth correctly uh, we'll go through some of the things that we saw so yeah sure so let's, uh, let's I guess we'll get the big things out of the way first uh Probably the biggest thing that we saw was uh, Young Impa will really be playable, yeah, uh, in Hyrule Warriors, and we saw her gameplay alongside uh, Links as well in the 13 minutes of uh, an uninterrupted gameplay. Yep, uh, she looks exactly like Paya, which I think is fine. Like a lot of people are complaining, like, oh, it's super lazy that. You know, uh, they made her look like this, and didn't give her more of a unique look. But
0: look, if if it took sacrificing the looks of Impa to make a amazing
1: storyline and setting, I'm okay with it. Yeah, I mean, you there are obviously differences in design. It's not like a literal copy paste, but I I think it fits with the world that Breath of the Wild has established, uh, and the Sheikah tribe that we are uh, kind of shown in. Uh, uh in, in Breath of the Wild. Uh but her, her moveset looks really cool. Uh she has a lot mm-hmm. of Yiga and like Monk Mouse, Koshia. Shika ninja stuff, which is really all you can ask for. She's got the Shadow Clone jutsu going on. She's got those uh red sort of cards that kinda of appear when Yiga's teleport. Yeah. That's her, exactly what they look like. Her one super move is she just stacks a bunch of barrel bombs on the enemy and blows it up looks super cool super fast paced i can't wait to to check her out but besides uh the reveal of impa i personally you can disagree with me if you want but i think the other big reveal that i think we got is how the sheikah slate is going to work that's what i was going to get to next because this picture i'm looking at the article has her
0: as impa holding the sheikah slate because there was a cut scene in between the gameplay that showed the towers rising, correct?
1: Yeah, it was, Impa was running from a group of uh, Bokoblins and Moblins in the heat of this battle, uh, which really doesn't make sense considering the capabilities of the characters in this game specifically. Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> she she was running from them, and Link kind of intercepted her, and uh, she had tripped, and the Sheikah Slate flew into the air, because she had, she had it in this cutscene, and it re it kind of turned on in midair, and not only did the little egg guardian thing uh, that we saw on the box art of the game react to it because Link found it just kind of chilling next to a rock, yeah, uh, the weirdest. But also possible. the central Hyrule Tower just sprouted up from the ground and just took out the entire group of Bokoblins that were chasing Impa down.
0: And for storyline purposes, as we found out. A little bit later in this same presentation, all the towers reacted to it because the Akala, the Akala Citadel, you can see the yeah. tower in the sky, so all the towers reacted to it, which would mean that a lot I now think that this story is gonna dive into a lot of researchers Zelda and the Sheikah before Calamity
1: Ganon uh yeah, did his it, you know dastardly deeds. I, I had thought about this. There I feel like there's more that the people of Hyrule knew about this Sheikah technology that we see then they're leading on then we then we at least know or is confirmed in breath of the wild but uh you know we'll get into that a little bit later but sheikah slate mechanically is what i wanted to touch on real quick because we had no idea how it was going to fit into this game because we saw in the initial trailer we saw link throwing bombs and seemingly, seemingly without the sheikah slate and we saw zelda using stasis but what it seems to, it seems to be sort of just the runes are kind of an extra to your to the move set already based on whatever character has the slate. So you know you have your normal combos with your X, Y, a, and B buttons. But if you want to throw bombs, I think you hold down the R button and then a little uh, interface shows up that shows the runes and then you can press uh, the appropriate button to do the rune. So for bombs, the thing was hold down R and press Y. Uh, yeah, and then you do then you do the bomb and then you throw a bunch of bombs um, and then there's a little recharge time for the runes. So functionally very similar to Breath of the Wild, just kind of
0: yeah, on thankfully. top
1: of. Yeah, I mean, that makes it easier to grasp and also makes it easier to fit inside the wider universe they're making. But it's it, every character can use the Sheikah Slate, it seems, because we see later
0: yeah, in the new
1: trailer. Yeah. It's just kind of a an addition to their yeah. moveset. I don't know if every character is going to be able to use it at once or one person is going to have the Sheikah Slate specifically because you'll have multiple characters that you can control in battle, yeah. I assume, because that's how the original Hyrule Warriors was. But maybe whichever character you're controlling just gets past the Sheikah Slate or that's just tacked on to everybody. Yeah, uh, we, we don't saw, know exactly. We yet. saw Goron champion Daruk using the Sheikah sleeve. Yeah, we we saw we saw uh, Daruk using stasis in in the in the trailer at the very end of the presentation. Uh, we also saw Link using Cryonis without any water, uh, so that is just a little bit of a suspension of disbelief.
0: Yeah. In this. In this one, is. but
1: it seems like the runes will be used to uh attack certain bosses that are weak to them because we saw when link fought a juiced up big bokoblin uh there was a little bomb symbol above it so that's probably a way to quickly uh destroy the sort of guard meter that the the big bosses yeah, have essentially so stunning finish it. Them off. yeah essentially stunning it. and then there was one where uh, he had a snowflake above his head so that would be used to cry on his rune on him mm-hmm. uh and I'm sure the runes can also be used uh, to start combos or end combos as well, depending on when you use them. But that is how the Sheikah Slate seems to work in this game. Uh, obviously, this is just from context clues and kind of looking yes. at what the gameplay was doing. This also brings up the question of Zelda's moveset, because if the Sheikah Slate is just an add-on to an already existing moveset, what is Zelda going to do? Because we, we saw her... Only once in the trailer, and every single time we saw her, she was using a rune. So yeah, I
0: don't know what they're going to do with her. It'd be kind of funny if she just didn't have a move set and she and it was, was just only solely Slate. reliable on the Sheikah Slate. But again, like that's kind of the vibe you get from Breath of the Wild. Is that this, yeah. she is not capable of any fighting whatsoever. In fact, she entirely gives up fighting to become a researcher and to put her value elsewhere. So yeah. if you just let's say you give the Sheikah Slate to like an Impa or a Link, like, what is her value?
1: That's where I think maybe the Egg Guardian will come in.
0: Maybe, think,
1: yeah. It just helps but it even out. then, like, it seemed like the Egg Guardian, at least in this first mission that we saw, just followed Link around and didn't really attack or do anything. I'm it sure he'll...
0: Just, it
1: probably just corresponds to of it would be my guess. Yeah, I'm sure he'll, you know, get some new abilities later on in the game and actually help you out uh, in some way, give you buffs or something. Uh, he sounds exactly like R2-D2, which is really going to really pull at the hard strings when they turn him against us. But yeah, uh, yeah, I, those are the big things that I feel like were... Those are the pressing questions that I had, uh, new character, and uh, how the Sheikah Slate was going to work. But uh, we saw more story stuff in this trailer. New, yeah, an enti- entirely new trailer that really yeah, gave us a glimpse was- at what we're going to get. Yeah, we we saw what seemed to be the initial recruitment of some of the champions. I uh, would
0: imagine, yeah, uh, I would be all of them.
1: Because uh, you or, see... Uh, yeah, go ahead. I was
0: going to say, ahead. Urbosa with the, the Gruto crown is Gerudo just... The crown, so cool. Sharing on top. We saw a Slimmer King Dora fan in the first couple clips. We did, yeah, and we saw younger Muzu
1: in the background. <laughs>
0: We saw a young Muzu and a baby Sidon, which really pulled at the heartstrings. Oh, him. yeah,
1: baby Sidon is, is great. Good sibling relationship there with of course. Yes. Uh But yeah, we saw all the champions without their blue champion garbs. Uh, yeah. But we also saw them with their blue champion garbs later. So this game is really going to be weaving in and out of the memories of Breath of the Wild and Champions Ballad, it seems. Yeah, it's going to be very heavily intertwined. Yes, because mo- most of the cutscenes from Breath of the Wild are all are all in the past anyway. So we're probably just going to see much more of them, you know. Yeah, literally every memory uh, from
0: Champion Ballad Song One to Memory Seventeen all occurred a hundred years ago. So we're essentially we essentially know where the story's going, but
1: yeah, we have the framework dera- of
0: it. Ex- that doesn't derail the excitement for me personally. I'm sure we're you as well. Yeah, we're going to be
1: filling in the gaps between the memories it seems which is yeah very exciting which is pretty sick like that's a really cool yeah, right. i like if we get to see the memories i think i've talked about this every time we've talked about uh age of calamity but if we get to see just continuations or like the context of yeah. the cutscenes from breath of the wild the memories and it just like flows on in the story from there i i just think that's going to be so cool but yeah
0: yeah so i, I had one more thing regarding the trailer yeah. and the storyline. So we see, and just kind of connecting it with the memories what we just talked about, how early do you think Link's going to get the Master Sword in the game? Because we clearly saw yeah, yeah, all yeah. of them, all of the champions in the forest talking to that giant old tree. And clearly Link pulls out the Master Sword. And if it's here in 20, the memories, he's going to have it pretty early. Because the first battle, I assume what we saw was the first battle. In yeah. Gameplay. Yeah. So... How early does Link get the Master Sword? Because he has it throughout all the memories. And...
1: Mm, I think he's going to get it. They have to recruit the champions first. That's true. Because they're all with him. Now, people have been talking about how this messes with the lore and how creating a champion, uh, which is the sort of Breath of the Wild uh, sort of book that talks about the development of the game mm-hmm. uh, with a lot of concept art and such. Uh, suggests that Link was very young like 12-ish, like a, a boy, when he pulled the Master Sword for the first time. So uh, people are saying that this messes up with the lore and you know other things, but I, I don't think it's too much of a stretch to say that when this child pulled the Master Sword, they're like, put that back. Yeah. Uh, we'll, no, okay, now definitely. we know we'll use that for later. And the Deku is like, I got you, I'll look after it. Yeah, so. come
0: back in five years.
1: Yeah, I imagine Rivali's is like, oh, what the hell is this puny Hylian doing? He's not my equal. And then Link goes and pulls the Master Sword. And Link's like, uh, and Revali's like, oh, OK. I, I still don't see it, man. He's like, fly? I don't, I don't he see can't it. Fly. can't fly. <laughs> you... Can't fly. Not my equal. But I think it'll be pretty early. But I think there's going to be like at least four battles, five if you include the first one, of going around and getting the champions probably yeah. more in between those if i had to guess so maybe not as early as i'm thinking maybe like midway that'd be wild but yeah. i don't know because it seems like they're unless this game is super long that'd be cool i'm fine with that too i mean this the is battles, like a 60 hour game yeah the battles themselves are they take a, a good amount of a good chunk that's, of time <laughs> well, that's what i first <laughs> noticed i'm like oh my god even
0: for five minutes time, I was like, yeah, welcome to Hyrule Warriors.
1: Yeah, I mean, to be fair, they were kind of showing off the mechanics of the game, taking on groups of enemies that they definitely didn't need to take on. As uh, they should, yeah. Yeah, because on the map, uh, with the same little yellow pulsating objective markers from Breath of the Wild, which is a nice touch, uh, it, it kind of shows you your objectives. And then for this level specifically in Hyrule Field, there were like three big bosses that they had to go take down. Uh, they only managed to take to take down one before they ended the, the gameplay as to not show us too much, but, uh, you know, I depending you know some battles are longer than others so we'll yeah. see but, I feel like the master sword is going to take at least a little bit to get it yeah it, it should I hope it does depending on how long the recruitment of the champions takes, uh, we'll have to see. Oh, so
0: okay, last thing. They did hint at... So we've seen seven playable characters, and we've been told there's officially eight. So there's one that I'm assuming they won't tell us until the game releases. Who do you think it
1: is? Uh, I don't know, Colby. I don't know. My heart wants it to be King Dora fan really badly. <laughs> I want you that guy to, to just come... Get, get up off of his chair, off Zora's domain, and just grab a guardian with one hand, just palm it. And then just Show smash it, it. Out. just absolutely throw it into another group of enemies. But I don't know because it seems like if you're going to add like one other character, you're going to need to add like two. Because if you're going to add Pura, I feel like you should add Robbie.
0: Yeah, there's no reason. Even if, to leave out. I don't know if
1: they're both researchers though, so I don't know if they'd be playable. Anyway, if you're yeah. going to add, if you're going to add one of the leaders of the tribe of the races that we see, like uh. One of the ones that would probably exist so so like king Dorafan, or uh who's the the goron leader who's really old oh bludo bludo yeah one of if you if you're gonna add one of those two you gotta i feel like you would have to have both which which makes the
0: only logical explanation would be it's the king of hyrule i feel like it
1: could be the king or or it it could be monk Maskosia. That'd be something, yeah. Because we are in those Yiga guy. They are
0: in a uh, Grudo town, just chilling. Yeah, the, I
1: was about to say the Yigas are chilling. I wonder if we'll be playing. Do you do you think there's any way Master No? Because Master Koga isn't that old.
0: I don't think he exists yet. No, but no. I I I can see like kind of peeling, kind of saying that on that track. What if they got Yiga... like side missions with Impa and the Sheikah? Like not necessarily playable. Like obviously Impa's playable, but Like there's just side missions, and we kind of just see the like how the Yiga forms. Yeah, I mean the
1: Yiga exist at this point because we see them attack. Like the Yiga are established at this point because we see them attacking the shit out of Gerudo Town in the first trailer. So,
0: I think it's gonna be Robbie, just because the Robbie would be sick. Akala Citadel that's the only reason because his research labs right there but yeah I think it's going to be I think it's going to be him cuz he's the one who develops all the ancient weapons and yeah the final true. mission climb leads me to believe it's going to be him and Zelda taking on and,
1: yeah. and obviously losing horribly but <laughs> I mean we'll still I hope we'll still see those char- I mean we already see a lot of notable characters from Breath of the Wild just not playable so
0: We'll yeah, see, you want to we'll
1: probably see Bluto. We'll you, probably see Dorf. We already know we're going to see Dorfan. We'll probably see Pira. Yeah, you want to see all of them. But playable? I mean, eight's a good number for a game of this magnitude. You because you're you're only you're only focusing on six. To be honest, if we have to sacrifice a roster because Hyrule, this is a very different game conceptually from the first Hyrule Warriors, where yeah. Hyrule Warriors was in all intents and purposes a celebration game. This is a more you know. This is within a universe that they're trying to tell a story in. So. I would be OK if they sacrificed the number of playable characters for a lot better, like story focus. Uh, same here. So if you're giving me eight playable characters for a for a game of like that's going to expand on the story in the way that we're hoping it's going to. Then I'm awful. Yeah. Same here. And you can always, it maybe it could be a a character that we've never seen before. That'd be cool too. Yeah,
0: I'm like fine with could that be as well. A,
1: a wholly new character, but my guess would be King of Hyrule, or I don't know, maybe a bad guy. Maybe we get to play as, maybe it's fucking Ganondorf. I don't know, man. <laughs> it's it can be anybody.
0: It can yeah, be anybody.
1: We really have all the bases covered with those characters that we've already listed. So.
0: Yeah, so I would think it's either going to be Robbie, the King of Hyrule, or somebody we have not met. And just assuming
1: that he or she dies in the events of the calamity, like everyone yeah. else does. Yeah, Robbie, King of Calamity, are definitely the top runners, though.
0: Yeah, so is that all we but got yeah.
1: for Hyrule Warriors? Um, let me look. Uh, one other thing uh just some other things i noticed while the gameplay right. you collect not only yeah. rupees when you kill enemies but you also collect monster parts because we saw yeah, some bo- so maybe maybe uh kilton's our <laughs> last um, character. maybe kilton's our last character uh god how kilton could be like any age we really don't know how long he's been well, around he
0: could be well, he, could, he could be one or like a thousand. I he could be, be immortal about. we
1: don't know but uh, yeah, well, could be monster parts are probably for upgrades uh, throughout the story, yeah. or for uh, purchasing, uh, buffing items, something along those you can lines. Upgrade I feel. your,
0: upgrade your ladle.
1: Yeah, you could upgrade the damage of your lucky ladle. Uh, and I just wanted—I to, uh, I already touched on this—with how the game looks, like super, like just on par with Breath of the Wild yeah. in both graphics, well, but also just animations.
0: Yeah. To interject, I saw a tweet saying that suggesting that. Breath of the Wild, the sequel to Breath of the Wild is going to run on the same engine as this game does. Because I just think it's the game looks better than Breath of the Wild. Yeah,
1: some of the models, at least in the in the champion, like the character models, the look a, just a bit crisper. Maybe I'm yeah. just seeing things, but it, they seem very, very polished in this game.
0: Yeah, it, it could be an illusion because... We've never seen a a, a restored Hyrule in this world. So maybe it could be like, we're just like, we want to believe it's better. But I I actually believe that the game itself looks better under this engine.
1: Yeah, Yeah. I mean, it's considering how this game is not open world enormous, probably like Breath of the Wild. Yeah, uh, they may have had the opportunity to experiment and try and make these make those little touches better. Uh, mm-hmm. With character models and animations, but I, I think it's really cool how a lot of the animations just look exactly like they do in Breath of the Wild. Like Link's running animation, yeah, when he like has his crisp. stuff sheathed, it looks exactly like Breath of the Wild and just as good. Uh, every the attacks looks so good. Every the attacks attack looks incredible. so fun. I mean, being a being a warrior's game, uh, it's kind of par for the course that the attacks look flashy yeah. and fun to pull off and the combos look sick as they fling dead bodies all over the battlefield. But you got Link like shield surfing through a whole bunch of uh bacoblins. You have massive spin attacks, blue energy.
0: The bow and arrow is just the bow and fire. arrow is
1: literally just a Gatling gun. It's crazy. Yeah. It, it looks it looks it's like super a lot of fighting. We've we saw a lot of Link and we saw a lot of Impa. Still not a whole lot about the other champions' move sets. We saw uh, Urbosa. We, saw Daruk, we did see
0: Daruk gameplay though.
1: We did see Daruk. We did. A lot, we saw him a little bit when he was like stasising and uh, doing that. We actually saw, I think, a lot of their super moves because uh, Misa yeah. had that big wave uh, in Zora's domain, confirming that Zora's domain will be a uh, playable locale. Uh, we saw. Mm-hmm. Uh, Arbosa, uh, Thunder Snap, a whole bunch of people. Uh, yeah.
0: in, in front of Garuda, in...
1: we saw Rivali at the flight range. I think
0: uh, every shot of Rivali has been him up in the air, so I would imagine you use Rivali's Gale to get to that point, or maybe he just starts as a flying unit, which would also make sense.
1: I mean, it looked like in his super move, he used Rivali's Gale, flew up, and then just shot bomb arrows down at a, at yeah. a big group of enemies. Uh, Rivali will be interesting to play because we don't really see him like walk around or like run. No, on the ground. <laughs> no, uh, for most we, other characters, no, we don't. Only we can see it. Uh, Mifa, we see swim more than anything, but she's. I feel like with her spear-centered gameplay, her walking around on land and controlling water uh, definitely yeah. is more realistic. But uh, Rivali, Rivali's moveset is definitely intriguing to me. So, uh, but again. I don't. Do you think we'll get any other big looks into this game before release? So
0: it comes out in a little less than two months. Maybe, maybe another, maybe a final trailer.
1: Yeah, I think this was the one we've
0: seen already. Maybe a final trailer, but that's about it. I I don't imagine we get the eighth character reveal, and I don't imagine we get a look at any of the other characters in action. Because in hindsight, we got a good chunk of gameplay. Uh, yeah, for a so game that was announced what like three weeks ago? ago. Yeah,
1: yeah, we've got, ago.
0: we've gotten, yeah, we've gotten a lot of
1: news regarding which it. So, and it comes out the soon. Game. Yeah, which seems to imply the game is pretty much done. Yeah, probably. I just, think
0: it's done. Yeah, just shipping it out now
1: and getting it ready. Yeah. So, again, lots of exciting new developments.
0: Yeah. Still a lot
1: of questions being asked, which is exactly how you want to be when a new game is coming out. So.
0: Yes, and with I that, believe, yeah, we are moving on to. We're moving on to a game that is not as near and dear to our hearts, but we do need to talk about it because yeah. it is a major, it is a major update for a game that so desperately needs it. Pokemon yes. Sword and Shield is getting a, at the time you're hearing this, it's already out, yeah. but it's getting since it's Monday. We tomorrow they're technically getting a reveal of the Crown Tundra release date, which you texted me was October 29th.
1: What what did I say? Oh, never mind. You said that the an announcement twenty that- ninth. So tomorrow, yeah. So yeah, no, sorry. But- yeah, sorry. I meant the announcement is coming September twenty ninth at nine a.m. Eastern time.
0: Yeah. So as 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 this is out, you've seen it or you have heard about it already. But yes. Oh yeah, we already know a lot of what Crown Tundra is going to bring. I would imagine this is just
1: release date and final looks at it. Yeah, because we we had an episode relatively recently, I think in this season, where we talked about uh, Crown Tundra leaks um, and some data mines from the the game as as it is right now. So I feel like we know, we can assume a lot of what's going to be talked about in this, um, in this, whatever this info dump is, however long it's going to be. We don't even know how long it is. Uh, uh, no,
0: probably, like
1: pff, ten or
0: like 12, uh, minutes. Uh, 10, twelve minutes.
1: Pokemon presentations aren't long. Yeah, so maybe some more mechanics uh, talk. Maybe some new features that they're adding. Uh, maybe look. Yeah. Maybe a more in-depth look at the new wild area we're gonna see. Uh, maybe the regis, how the, probably. Yeah, maybe probably the Regis, the legendary dens, how that's gonna work. So, do we even Pro- know if you can catch the legendary Pokemon in the dens? I'm pretty sure you should be able to.
0: I don't even I think just... Game Freak would be that lazy
1: <laughs> just to put the battles in the game and not let you catch the Pokemon. You want to catch them? Nah, he's just going to run further into the den. I was about to say, we had Mewtwo and Zura Aura where we could battle, but we couldn't catch them. Oh I feel my god, like, that was I feel like this, this This will be different. I feel like we'll be able to actually catch a bunch of Pokemon, a bunch of legendary oh. Pokemon here.
0: Are we going to get a price? I would imagine we get a price too. Do we even know a price yet? Well, what the whole expansion was thirty bucks, right? So if Crown Tundra would be what fifteen? Think so. Unless you just I, buy one, so anywhere between fifteen and twenty-five, I'd imagine would be the price.
1: Yeah, because I bought, I bought oh, the so expand, I bought both expansions for the for thirty. So.
0: Okay, so I would imagine it's going to be fifteen or It'll twenty probably somewhere Probably
1: fifteen, there. yeah. So yeah,
0: how, yeah, geez, we don't have any how long ago did Isle of Armor drop? That feels like forever. That came
1: out in August, so last month. It came out in August? Pretty sure, early August. What? <laughs> I'll set to Google. Maybe I'm Maybe I'm nuts. Maybe I'm insane.
0: I think it came out in, earlier than
1: that. I- Isle of Armor. Oh, it came out in June. I'm an idiot. I was about to say, holy shit, what? Uh, I, two, I am two months ahead. It, yeah, it came out June 17th. Yeah, so,
0: it feels like yeah. forever ago. So, but yeah, Pokemon. Mind. So I assume this would come out October. I don't think they're gonna make us wait much longer.
1: Yeah, probably early October. Probably, I don't know. They could pull a Smash Bros. and say like, Hey, you can play it today. That'd be cool. That'd be pretty cool. I'd yeah, like maybe
0: m- maybe you're playing <laughs> maybe you're playing Crown Tundra. Maybe you're, you're playing really, it right so. now as
1: you're listening. But yeah, there's no yeah, official episode so. that's gonna be revealed. But uh, all we know is that it's. Uh, more info coming tomorrow at 9 a.m. Yeah. So hopefully it hopefully it passes a few holes on a
0: game that has a considerable amount. I mean, any expansions in the help, but... Yeah, we'll I mean, I'm not expecting anything...
1: One, we'll see what this one brings. I'm not expecting anything that's going to increase the score of the game as a whole. Uh, but, I mean, no. it's Pokemon, and, you know... That's all there is to they, it. It's Pokemon. It seems that, at, at the very least, it seems more interesting than Isle of Armor, so... Yeah,
0: Isle of Arm You saw Ar- was really short, so maybe this has some more behind it
1: because you have it the birds,
0: you have the reggies, and you also have more substance. Dense, so. Yeah, yeah, so. you have. I imagine it's going to be longer than half a day to take to complete it. So
1: we shall. We see. will
0: see. And speaking of updates, we are going to get the. We actually are we get Is it already the update? Is it? Is the Animal Crossing update already out? No, it's coming the
1: 30th, so in a few days. Okay,
0: so Halloween, as you all know, is right around the corner. And what game better to celebrate than the most successful game on the Switch so far this year? Animal Crossing New Horizons update. It feels like it's been a while since we got an Animal Crossing update. But, yes, we're getting on September 30th. That is going to have all things Halloween, essentially. It's going to be a free update that will add pumpkin farming, Halloween decorations and costumes, Halloween night celebration, new options for revisiting dreams, and a Nook Link app update.
1: The revisiting dreams one I didn't see, but that probably has to do with the the, uh, n- the new dreaming mechanic uh, Dream Islands that they have uh, yeah. they introduced in the last update. But uh, yes, you can gather candy. Uh, And you can seemingly give them to villagers and you can purchase this candy from the uh, Nook's Cranny store. Uh, You can grow pumpkins, which kind of acts as a new plant in this game. So in a way, probably similar to how flowers grow uh, in stages. Mm -hmm. Uh, There will be new clothing, obviously, and seemingly new character customization. So you can change your skin tone to sort of unnatural colors for... Uh, I don't know if it's just the duration of this event, but I saw that uh, in the trailer at least you could change to like blue and like pale white. I assume green yeah. and other colors. So there may be yeah. some new op- yeah. options for co- character customization. I don't know if you need like a specific item to do that, but uh, I have
0: to hop back on Animal Crossing. Wow,
1: so yeah, that's cool. That's some new stuff coming out. Yeah, we already said new costumes. Uh, Jack, who is a returning Halloween NPC from previous games, will be in this as well, likely giving out DIY projects or quests for you to do things of the sort. And uh another update will be coming in late November. Uh for and Christmas they, I would imagine. Yeah, they they foreshadowed both Christmas and Thanksgiving uh with the NPC's uh faces that popped up at the end of the uh at the end of the update. Uh at the end of the update video, I suppose. So I so yeah, for the everything.
0: revisiting dreams, it says a uh, quote from Polygon. You'll be able to easily revisit dreams from a list making it even easier to visit some of your favorite islands. So oh, I would okay. imagine so you it's get kind a chance, of like a... you get a chance to go back to your islands and get stuff. It seems you like you can probably
1: harvest. you can probably bookmark uh some, yeah. uh, some of your d- exactly friends some like. of your favorite dream islands. Uh so you can go and check out your friends' uh islands uh easier, which is always good because Animal Crossing's uh, New Horizons uh, online or uh, uh, sort of online navigation, I would say, is oftentimes uh, not very good. So yeah, this is this is a good uh, foresight by Nintendo in this case, I think. Are you gonna, are you gonna hop back on the crossing now? I'm afraid to. I feel like some of my villagers are going to be like, "Oh my god." we thought you died. Yeah, <laughs> I my, might
0: hop back. It actually looks pretty neat.
1: Yeah, my island's going to be infested with weeds and
0: yeah, it's going to be stuff, no
1: but fun. you know, I'll I mean, hey, I- I'll definitely check it out. This this update definitely seems more interesting than the last at least. So,
0: yeah, for sure. And then the last thing that I have here is uh, Mario 3D All-Star still rocks. Uh it's at uh, tops the UK charts again. So, Again, I mean, we predicted that it's going to be close to creeping up on top ten for all time switch sales. So, yeah, just seems to be further making
1: its mark. Yeah, I I think it definitely uh, will get up there. Haven't heard too much about the game aside from people still complaining about if it's a you know lazy port or whatever, which is a valid. I heard argument. I
0: heard I heard rumors that they're gonna make
1: Galaxy Two DLC. I'm not sure if I'd buy that, to be honest. I don't know either. If if it's paid DLC, I don't think I'd buy it because, again... If it's a free free update, uh, sure. But but... But actually, just saying those words out loud, there's no way Nintendo would make it free. (laughs) No,
0: no chance. I
1: saw some rumors that Mario Galaxy running on the Switch proves that a uh, Skyward Skyward Sword sword could be coming. uh, So another add on to that rumor
0: i've come around i kind of want skyward sword on this
1: honestly now that i've experienced the motion controls on galaxy i'm kind of really excited to see what they how improved the motion controls could be uh for skyward yeah. they put it on switch because the,
0: they're really fun with galaxy i really enjoy it the yeah and they're pretty aspect. minimal anyway
1: for galaxy yeah so with skyward sword being they're a bit more uh in the forefront of the gameplay, uh, I, I would be excited to try out uh, an, an updated or uh, I guess yeah. reported a Skyward Sword. So, yeah. But yeah, is that everything that you have before? Because I yeah, tried, you have you yeah. do
0: have t- yeah you do have two so, things. So. We'll circle back around
1: to the Tokyo Game Show uh, where they showed off some more Monster Hunter Rise stuff. Uh, Not a whole lot of new things. Uh, We did get to see some uninterrupted gameplay, much the same as Breath of the Wild. I believe we got to see two full hunts, one translated and one not. Uh, One with the dual blades hunting the Tetranodon, which is the platypus tortoise abomination. And one with the longsword fighting the same thing. We got to see a lot of the UI, uh, how some of the uh, support uh, animal commands will work in this game. Uh, where you have kind of a, sort of a separate item bar that you can choose your commands for your animals from. Uh, we saw some uh, we saw how the wire bug will work. So you start off with two wirebug charges that go on a cooldown once you use them. and around the maps, you can find sort of extensions. so you can get extra wirebug charges. You can get great wirebug charges which allow you to shoot up a crazy distance. Uh, you can find endemic life around some of which are little bugs that increase your stamina, health or defense or other stats. Uh they showed that uh blood will be returning to this game and uh oh, damage no. numbers damage numbers will also be returning to this game. Uh so some quality of life from world making its way here. Uh and they showed off some cool wirebug attacks with the uh, the weapons. Uh, that were showcased being the dual blades and the long sword. So, and they also clarify that each weapon will have several uh, attacks that use the wirebug in combination with them as well. So, uh, not too many new, like big reveals. A lot of clarification on stuff we already speculated about and/or were already confirmed. But all in the uh, sort of framing of an actual gameplay hunt, we got to see. Uh, the map, how you can transfer from zone to zone without loading times. Uh, we got to see other monsters roaming around the world. We got to hear some uh, hear some information about how scouting for monsters will work in this game. Uh, and a whole bunch of other stuff that I probably am missing out on. But those are the things that I wanted to touch on for Rise. Uh, still super excited about it. I don't think there are any more confirmed uh news drops as of yet, but I'm sure there will be more considering the game does not come out until next year. So, yes. that is what I got out of the Monster Rise game. Monster Hunter Rise gameplay. Very fast-paced, looks very uh, very Monster Hunter, which is always good. Uh, one last thing that is also relatively recent uh, is Minecraft. Uh, my, there's going to be a, main, a Minecraft Live event uh, on October 3rd at noon, where there will first be a new update, a new major update for the game to be revealed, and there will also be a uh, a, th- a thing where viewers can vote in one of three mobs to be added to the game. Uh, so this actually happened before with uh, the phantoms that were added to the game uh, as those flying ghostly things that appear at night if you do not sleep enough, and This uh, So, they have revealed the names of the mobs, and I believe they will be releasing small little uh, trailers to kind of give the sense of what they're all about, uh, which Mm -hmm. they've already done for one at the time of this recording, uh, and the other two will likely be coming uh, sometime before the third. But the three mobs we have are the Moo Bloom, the Glow Squid, and the Ice Lodger. So, Moo Bloom is this what? Blow oh, squid. Are oh yeah, that right? Yeah, yes, you did. So, Moo Bloom. Go in order. All we all we really have are the are kind of like the visual kind of first looks at them. So like their faces, not necessarily their whole model, but we do kind of get a. The Moo Bloom is the only one that has had its little trailer, so that's the one that has the most information on it. So moo blooms are very much like moo shrooms, where they are a sort of variation of cow that ha- they're yellow and they have flowers growing on their backs, and they spawn in-, in flower biomes, and they are apparently friends with bees. And I think that's the extent of what we know about them. So okay. Obviously, a passive mob, uh, not sure what the practical applications of it will be. But, excuse me, Uh, that is the first mob. The other two, we literally only know the names and their very baseline, like, face appearance. So the Glow Squid very much looks like a green radioactive squid with white eyes and mouth. And that's it. That's all we know. Uh, Obviously, (laughs) we'll know more when the trailers come out, but that's the Glow Squid... And then the ice lodger looks to be a villager or maybe a pillager. We don't know if it's passive or aggressive, but judging by its name, it'll probably be spawning in snowy regions. Uh, it could be a special type of trader, like the traveling merchant, or it could be have some other use. But uh, that is all we ta- that is all we know about it at this point, uh, at the time of recording this episode. So. You will get the chance to vote upon which one of these mobs will make it into the game. Uh, I, there have been, I'm not sure if all three of them will eventually make it into the game. I don't think they were going to do that with the last three mobs that they added. But uh, we also, there's also um, an update that people voted on uh, a little bit ago where they voted on one of three biomes to be updated. So it was like mountains, swamps, and deserts, I think. Uh, and mountains won. And we still have, we still have had no confirmation of that update yet. So maybe this might be the new mountains update, uh, with deep snow and mountain goats and other things of that nature. So that could be what's happening, but we honestly won't know until the third. So new stuff happening with Minecraft, uh, Again, game near and dear to our hearts, so very exciting to see oh, yes. uh, some new content coming to that game now that the uh, Nether update has been pushed out uh, to every, uh, I believe, all platforms for a little bit now. So, yes, that I believe that is all the updates we have for uh, for uh, for upcoming games and upcoming updates for them.
0: All right. And now we get into something completely different. Yes. So our good friends at the Outcast podcast, shout out to those guys. Uh their episodes drop on Monday, so I got a chance to listen to it first thing in the morning as I usually do before F class. And they spent about they had a 20 minute um rant about like so on Twitter there's this thing called there's this thing like the trainer and the pokemon it was kind of like a giant thread thing of retweets and retweets and yeah. it eventually came across my timeline so obviously ty and i participated as we are as much as we don't like sword and shield we are but we will do anything for the pokemon franchise yes so i guess we'll start with here uh we'll start with us first and then we'll get into their <laughs> we'll break down their arguments so yeah, i yeah. picked I picked Luxray as my Pokemon. Uh, Gen Four Gen, Sinnoh region, favorite region. Mm-hmm. Luxray is easily my favorite Pokemon out of that region. It was either Luxray or a level three Turtwig, and I went with Luxray. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tyler, who did Tyler being a strategist picked, <laughs> <laughs> pick pick the one Pokemon that could probably take down everyone we're going
1: to talk about today? So, Tyler, who did you I pick? Mean, look, it's been my favorite Pokemon for a damn long while now. So. You know I gotta put in my boy Snorlax as my as my de facto partner uh, if you're only giving me one choice. Now, normally I like to... My favorite Pokemon are normally Pokemon with just Hyper Off, like high speed, high high attack, everything else can just go Mm -hmm. to hell. And, you know, Hail Mary. So like your Pheramos is your Haxorus, your Rampardos. I mean, Rampardos has pretty shit speed, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. But... Snorlax, uh I just I just love that guy. I love his I love his design. I love how he's just a lazy fuck, and you know, he's really he's really just he, he's my spirit Pokemon. Like I am I wish to embody his lifestyle of eating and sleeping uh just forever. So uh <laughs> fat bastard move <laughs> fat, fat Bastard. Uh but yeah. Uh Snorlax just Normal types having so much move diversity will never not be funny to me. How Snorlax can just learn surf and call lightning down from the sky. And yeah,
0: I, it makes no sense.
1: It, it doesn't make He just sense. knows
0: he can do everything.
1: Yeah, like Radicate is another that comes to mind. Radicate can shoot yeah. lightning and bubbles from his mouth and all. But normal types always having that type diversity is really funny to me. So, yeah, yeah Snorlax, I chose for
0: some. The best. So, but, yeah. but the, uh, this, ex- this exercise is not about us, but it is about the four, the four, the four, uh, the four weebs as they proclaimed on their podcast. So, Brock one of them is a true weeb, but a, anyway, they called us weeb, so we're throwing it back.
1: Oh, um, Brock
0: picked, Brock picked the Charizard. Uh, they're all, they're all old, and as an old, I mean like early 20s. So they went all gen one, gen two Pokemon, but yeah, 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 Brock. Brock, who's the main guy? Charizard, Riley. You have heard it. You've collabed with them. Riley picked Machamp. Uh, Jacob picked Typhlosion, and Mike picked Gyarados. And right here, I have some. Uh, I have some stats. So Brock's Charizard comes in at a a whopping five foot one, weighing in two hundred <laughs> pounds. Riley's yes. Machamp, five foot three, two eighty seven. Just <laughs> so unbelievably, just so not spread out. The weight. Yeah, it's Typhlosion five. 5'7, 175. And Gyarados comes in at 21 feet, 4 inches, 578 pounds.
1: Yeah. And Pokedex sizes and weights are very suspect to not being right.
0: Yes. And their big argument was who would win in, like, if they had, like, a free for all. Yeah. And they came down to the consensus that Gyarados would destroy all of them because two of them are fire types and one... And Gyarados is... I, I don't know how, but he's part flying type so he would have I the mean, advantage on Machamp as well.
1: Yeah, they were they were having all, all sorts of arguments. Brock was really getting pissy that Charizard wouldn't be able to beat Gyarados. Uh, Charizard
0: tra-
1: can't beat Gyarados. As like, Jacob Char- said,
0: it's not like the anime where Ash, like...
1: You can just low out a kiss,
0: and he and then he just learns Leaf Storm. Like, yeah, not gonna work
1: that. Like Ash says, aim for the Rhydon's horn, and the Electric type Pikachu destroys the Ground type Rhydon. But, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, he yeah. The, Brock, Brock tried the, to the be like, oh yeah, I can Bulbasaur. Dragon Claw. I can Dragon Claw your Gyarados. No, and so here, we are
0: place. going to we're going to go further analysis on this, and we I am here to make the case that. Typhlosion would win.
1: You're a fucking mad... You're a madman, but go and ahead. I am here
0: to make the case that Typhlosion would win. So, right on on a, the Bulbapedia, I have pulled up the base stats for each of these four Pokemon. And what I'm looking for here is... I'm looking for attack and speed, and some special attack. For the purposes of defense are not important for this. So... Mm-hmm. Our main concern is Gyarados. Gyarados currently is wearing the crown amongst the outcast realm. So, yeah. it, uh, I don't know if he still can, but Typhlosion, for the record, is faster than Gyarados. Gyarados comes in at 81 speed. Typhlosion comes in at 100 for base stat. Now his attack yeah. is an 84, but his special attack is a 109 for Typhlosion. Gyarados yeah. has a special defense of 100, which is pretty good, and a base defense of 79, which is okay. Gyarados' main draw is attack, which is 125. So basically, he can one hit Typhlosion, who is 70 defense, with any water move. But,
1: but I don't in <laughs> that. Wait, you go ahead and make your case. Yeah, I don't think that. Can you? You said that. Oh no, I, th- I think you said basically. Yeah, never mind. I'm. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I got confused. Go so
0: ahead. earlier in Gen Four, which is Heart Gold and Soul Silver, Typhlosion can learn the move Thunder Punch. Yes. And as, bro- as as broken as that is, that is a four times effective on a water and flying type, which Gyarados is. And for his weak defensive stats and Typhlosion's high attack and special attack, and he's going first, I think Typhlosion could one-hit
1: a Gyarados. I mean, what, Typhlosion? The- so thunder-, thunder Punch is physical, and Typhlosion has 84 attack, which is much lower than his special attack. But Gyarados' yes. physical defense is also lower than his special defense, so... A 79 physical defense with a four times effective rating, so it's yeah, not that, looking good for Gyarados. Yeah, a Thunder Punch could definitely, uh, could definitely take him out, depending on... I mean, if they're equal level, then it, I feel like that might work. I'm just, but, yeah,
0: I'm just going off base stats. Everyone's base stat.
1: Yeah, because I don't really know. I would pull up a damage calculator right now, but that takes a while, and I'm lazy. But... Uh, Type, speed in this battle is definitely, because Charizard, I don't know if you know this, Charizard and Typhlosion have the exact same stats.
0: They, I know they do. So, Charizard and Typhlosion are essentially carbon copies of Charizard's a flying and is
1: six inches shorter, but <laughs> yes. But yeah, Charizard, I don't know how Charizard's no, getting beat ahead. on in this matchup, like Charizard is like Char- at the bottom.
0: Charizard's fourth. Charizard's fourth, for sure. Cause oh, may- I don't know. Charizard's flying ability may give Machamp some trouble because Machamp is low speed. But as Riley made the case, seismic toss could just absolutely ruin Charizard's life. And with the basic stat of 130 for attack, that's trouble. What did he say that
1: seismic toss does again? It's something with the it's something with the weight. I can look. It's it It's not. It's not. It's not. I was listening to that, and I'm like, I don't think that's how seismic to- toss works. Seismic toss no, I, that's doesn't. what he was saying. It yes. does inf- it inflicts damage equal to the user's level. Yeah, so if you that have a level 50 Machamp, you'll do 50 damage to a Charizard. And if, but, you, if you have a level 20, you'll do 20. Like it's, it, it's almost like Dragon Rage. It does a set amount. Yeah, Machamp against Charizard might be trouble. Because Charizard is obviously a flying type, and it has some good flying type stab, like Air Slash and uh, some other moves to take uh, good advantage of its high special attack against Machamp's pretty poor special defense. So Charizard is probably going to give Machamp some trouble. If Machamp survives, though, I'm pretty sure Charizard is super dead because it knows Stone Edge and Rock Slide. And with that type of physical attack, Charizard is just done for immediately.
0: Can we agree that Charizard's fourth?
1: Charizard can learn Earthquake. So, assuming that it goes up against Typhlosion, hmm, but it has pretty poor uh, physical attack, or at least lesser than its special attack, so it may not take it down. Charizard against Typhlosion is going to be close again, because they have very similar base stat totals.
0: Yeah, but Thunder Punch, if you have the Thunder Punch I was about to on say Thunder.
1: I was about to say, Thunder Punch being Thunder Punch. not Stab, but super effective against Charizard... They would have to, both Charizard and Typhlosion would have to use non-stab moves against each other. So, like, Charizard Which? would have to use Earthquake, or does it know any... Can it learn any Rock moves? I don't think it can learn any... It can learn Ancient Power and uh, Rock Slide are the two main ones. And the... It's... It, oh, I'm sorry. It can
0: learn Wink
1: Yeah, Yeah, uh, Charizard can learn Rock Slide and uh, Rock Tomb, sorry. Uh,
0: yeah, so... And Typhlosion yeah, and and can Tiflosan learn... learn- does learn any electric type moves other than Thunder Punch? Uh, let me look. Elect. I was uh, I was, I was thinking it can learn it can learn wild
1: it can learn Wild Charge. Okay, so that would absolutely ruin Charizard. Yeah, with some recoil damage, but it, it would depend it's on the who one. Moved. Because one-on-one battles are tricky because it would kind of depend on who moved first since all of these Pokemon are very not bulky. No. So- it's not even really Gyarados, because Yeah, like Gyarados is probably one of the bulkier Pokemons out of this matchup, which is nuts. The highest defense
0: stat we have here is an 80, which belongs to Machamp, and special defense belongs to Charizard, which is a hundred well, not Charizard, Gyarados, which is a hundred.
1: Yeah, which is a hundred, which is pretty good, especially going up against Charizard and Typhlosion, not even just because of the type matchup, because but because of their main method of attack, which is special attack is still going to do nothing against Gyarados. Correct. Uh, Again, we're in the consensus that Gyarados is going to win in pretty much all of these matchups, and the closest one, besides Typhlosion outspeeding it and hitting an electric move on it, uh, or Charizard maybe outspeeding it and giving giving it a rock move, but again, I'm not sure if it has any powerful enough physical rock moves to take out Gyarados uh, in one shot.
0: Yeah, even with the rock slide... Um, and we're, we're under the assumption that like a thunder punch won't paralyze anybody, a rock slide won't cause a flinch. Like we're just under the assumption that that's all taken out of the equation. I think we're I, we're but. also
1: taking out like you know EVs and IDs yeah. and items in this case. Yeah, there's no items in these battles. You, you so. think you think any of those four out of an item?
0: Are <laughs> held items even a thing? And after
1: this generation, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, 1999 when they played Pokemon. Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. Oh, good. I, think, I think I held items around for maybe that long. I don't know. Anyway, but yeah, we think that Machamp uh, Machamp or Typhlosion would have the best chance of taking down Charizard. Uh, it would kind of... Machamp would have to bank on surviving a hit. Uh, because Gyarados like has... a wing attack or air slash. Yeah, Gyarados has both Hurricane and Bounce, which are its only flying type moves, I think. Uh, bounce could bounce could
0: give Machamp trouble. I think can't Stone Edge hit Bounce though. Yeah, um,
1: not in the earlier gens. In the gen, in the gens now it can. Okay, so yeah, because Machamp again, we're kind of banking on low accuracy moves because Gyarados yeah. stuff is stab. Like it's a flying type. It's gonna use flying type moves. It's probably gonna one shot Machamp, uh, even though Machamp has better. Does Machamp have better special defense than defense? Oh my god, I didn't even realize that. Yeah, so, if I But yeah, even, even with defense. that, Gyarados's stab flying moves would probably one shot Machamp in a one on one fight. Uh, if we're going by game logic. But if yeah. but again, this would assume that Hurricane doesn't miss with its seventy percent accuracy, and Bounce doesn't miss with its eighty five percent accuracy.
0: Yeah, so Gyarados is kinda really banking on luck here, whereas
1: I mean all Machamp's the other- still. Uh Machamp's ha- st- main methods of attack. Wh- sorry, did I interrupt you? I didn't even realize. No,
0: no I was just th- I was just thinking about in the anime, like, yeah, no, a flamethrower's not gonna kill Gyarados.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean in the anime anything's possible, but it's Mach- true. Machamp's probably Machamp's I cannot speak words today. Machamp's main method of attacking Gyarados would probably be through its rock moves. Uh Mainly yeah. Stone Edge and Rock Slide, both of which don't have the best accuracy either, but they both uh, have either on par... Well, never mind. Stone Edge is 80%, uh, Rock Slide is 90 and Bounce is 85 Easy. So, But uh, they have an average greater chance to hit Gyarados than uh, Gyarados' moves have to hit Machamp. So. And considering yeah. they're both physical moves, Machamp is pretty much guaranteed to take down Gyarados with... If it connects, one of these uh, rock moves,
0: it won't hit as yes. well as Typhlosion. If he were to land a thunder
1: punch on Gyarados, if if Machamp has no guard, then they hit no matter what anyway. If if Machamp has the ability no guard, then it hits no matter what. So are we picking? So are we saying Machamp beats Gyarados? No, 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 no. Because Gyarados is faster than Machamp, and if it hits a hurricane, oh uh, yeah, that's right. Okay, yeah. I guess so you're saying it, yeah. would have to, it would have to hit a hurricane, or if it's able to set up with Dragon Dance. Oh god! Uh, oh god! Yeah, it's looking ugly for Machamp. Then if he sets a, a Dragon Dance, but Machamp would have to give Gyarados a turn, and if it does, and if he uses a rock move on turn one, Gyarados is dead. So I think Gyarados, since we're Which kind of back on, used... I mean Gyarados has Gerardos poor special. Gyarados has, has really poor special attack. Like Gyarados yeah, only very, has a it's sixty the
0: weakest stat.
1: And by hurricane, a considerable amount. yeah, hurricane is a flying move or is a special move, but it has 110 yep. base power. So hey, that's
0: enough against against a special defense of 85. So I'm
1: not even sure if that takes out Machamp. Yeah, I mean, I feel like if it connect, hurricane's a strong move, and yeah. with it being stab, so same type attack bonus on Gyarados being a flying type, I think that would mm-hmm. still one shot Machamp. But yeah. that would have to assume that it hits. So we're saying uh,
0: Gyarados beats Machamp.
1: Yeah, I mean, I feel like we're just giving... I don't think we're ranking these on like a 1 no. to 4. I think it's just who has the greatest percentage to win in a 1v1 with each of these Pokemon. I think Gyarados is going to take that. Uh, another thing that Gyarados could do is Waterfall Machamp and hope for a flinch. Uh, could, yeah. Same well, same with Machamp and well no, because I was gonna say Rockslide would just kill it out. Yeah,
0: yeah, and it's slower, so it wouldn't the flinch wouldn't even matter.
1: Gyarados might be better off just using a super strong water move against Machamp. Maybe like uh, it has great attack, so maybe Aqua Tail, which has 90% accuracy but it's 90% power. Uh, that's its strongest physical uh water move. The strongest special would be. Hydro pump, uh, which is only 80. That's only an 80% hit. That's no that's an 80% hit, and it has the same base power as uh, Hurricane. It would get the same uh, stab. Are bonus, you so sure? Think, what Hurricane's 110. I think Hydro pump's 120, if my memory serves me right. I'm in Gen 8. I think it says Hydro pump's 110 for me. Okay,
0: so it went down. Okay, then yes, yeah, they the same. may have
1: changed it, but yeah, yeah, uh. I think that's the extent of our over of the Outcast podcast Pokemon debate. Uh, and, if Ger- they
0: re- and if they if they, really care, um, Charizard will win the poke based off of these numbers.
1: <laughs> Fair enough, yeah. But yeah, Gyarados probably has the best chance of winning against all these guys. The Machamper Typhlosion could contest it for very different reasons, but they still could both, uh, yeah. based on accuracy and speed and, uh, four times super effective moves, uh, could beat Gyarados, okay. and, uh, Charizard just has really no chance against any of these, any I don't think. Yeah,
0: Charizard coming at uh, five, one Char- this is a troublesome. Charizard coming at five, one uh, yeah, pounds, <laughs> very, very sad.
1: Yeah, the Pokedex, uh... If you take the Pokedex uh, sizes as fact, it really takes some of the magic out of your Pokemon. Because if Charizard's like t- uh, not as even as tall as I am, I could pro- I probably wouldn't even be able to ride it around. Yeah, I was about to
0: say. Uh, and if we threw our Pokemon in there, I think it's safe to say that Snorlax probably wins just because it has all of the. It's good. It's a tank. Like Machamp came and one hit it and. It just knows so many moves. Like it's endless how many moves it can learn. My luxury stand luxury typhlosion stand no chance. Uh Gary's stands no chance for his electricity and Oscar Snorlax could learn psychic, I would not be surprised. So Machine mean, Snor- stands no chance
1: Snorlax's either. defense is horrible. Like his he only has special a base sixty-five. Defense. His special defense is great, it's one ten. But his regular yeah. defense sixty five is not good at all. But with a really what's, high what's, the, what's, the, what's the HP. Stat. What's the hit points? What's the, what's the, what's the, yeah, uh, his base HP is 160, which is pretty good.
0: Uh, yeah, there's no There's no attack that the champ can do that'll one hit it unless, if it's crit. When we're assuming crits are
1: not <laughs> taken into account. Snorlax so.
0: can learn Psychic. Are you kidding us? Oh well, yeah, we're all we're all fucked against Snorlax. It, we would have it would have to be the five of us against
1: you. <laughs> uh, I am going off uh, on showdown, which is where I'm getting all my all these sort of references. I believe I'm doing yeah. Gen eight nat- national decks, so. Uh, yeah. It could bring into a bring into account event move sets and such, but yeah, Snorlax, my current Snorlax that I used in VGC for a little bit uh is the Gigantamax variant. So, yeah. Uh, I can make him big. Uh I'll he knows Belly Drum so I can max out his attack. Uh which is pretty sick. He knows Fire Blast, Gunk Shot, heat crash hyper voice hydro pump high horsepower seed bomb shadow ball super yeah, power he, he, he could learn every move under the sun he can learn whirlwind that's wild but yeah snorlax is is pretty sick so
0: yeah so snorlax probably, and uh just to i just just the one thing we thing i remember they were talking about favorite legendaries and for, for i don't know why they could not remember the three dogs yeah, Entei, Raikou, and called Yeah, Entei, Raikou, and Suicune. And they missed out on Raikou and Suiku, and called en- and called Entei Hentai. So. <laughs> they did. I'm, I'm here to correct that as well. It's just, yes. Entei, Raikou, and Suicune. Have but we talked about your favorite we've legendaries? Over, we've been over. I think we have. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're your Ho-Ho, I'm Garatina for the mm-hmm. win. Actually, yeah, no.
1: Your, poke, your, actually, your Luxury would, would definitely be Gyarados, I think. Oh, Luxury would kill Gyarados, I think. Oh, wait. What's his speed? Oh, so Gyarados is faster than Luxury. <laughs>
0: Gyarados learn Earthquake? Yes. Oh, I'm in trouble. Oh, no. <laughs> what's Luxray, What's Luxury's base speed? His base speed is 70. To Holy Gyarados, God, is 81. That's
1: terrible. Yeah, Luxury is slow. But he's a, he's a he's a freaking special attack beast, isn't he? He's an attacking beast. He has a base yeah. attack of 120. That's higher than that's higher than mine. That's the that's the biggest attack in this in this range of Pokemon we have here. 120. 120 is his attack. 95 special attack. <whistles> oh, sorry. No, Gyarados has 125 attack. Yeah, so.
0: I was say Gyarados is a little stronger. So,
1: yeah, unless what's what's Luxury's hit points? Uh, Luxury has a base HP of 80. Gyarados' is base yeah, HP of yeah, 95. Uh, no chance. But uh, yeah, I'm Gyarados taking down Charizard. It's pretty crazy.
0: I'm taking down Charizard. So, Brock, you're a distant sixth here with Charizard, buddy. Charizard can learn Earthquake as well. There's no chance. There's no chance level 36 Charizard knows Earthquake unless Red stole a TM.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, we're, I, I figured we were going off of just any move they could learn.
0: Yeah, we used to have four
1: TMs, and we we have unlimited TMs, we used to get to pick four moves. Yeah, they, right, made so. Lux, they made Luxray a physical attacker, and they gave it, like, no physical electric moves. Jesus, of course. I think he, he has, like, so, Thunder Fang and Wild Charge, and that's it. But anyway. God, so the one, the one good move he has, he just
0: yeah, he hurts himself. Him. <laughs> but he does, he does learn. He has
1: good coverage. He's got Crunch and Fire Fang and Ice Fang and Iron Tail, so. Yeah, he's got
0: a lot of variety. But anyway, so uh, yeah, we say all that to say this, uh, Brock, you might want to get at it in one. Reconsider Just your start. pick. <laughs> uh, may I suggest like an Infernape or something like something with more variety, something with a bit more,
1: oomph, you know, Yeah, a bit more. Uh, so,
0: yeah, that was
1: potential to be that cooled. was
0: breaking down. That was breaking down. Another podcast is a Pokemon all free-for-all. Uh, we really did dive into that. Uh, no one is going to understand what any of the numbers we said mean. They're probably going to roast <laughs> us for being nerds for doing that. No, li- no. listen, they did. They <laughs> Did you hear I think Riley like made our voices sound like we were eight. And yeah, they made yeah, it. They have a mic at our back saying it's not how we sounded, but good God. um, Yeah, he said uh, calling all weebs, so the weebs answered, and we we're here to tell you that uh, the verdict stands. Gyarados uh, would still win.
1: Yeah, you're calling us
0: out. We're gonna take it
1: seriously.
0: We're gonna yes. go into the so, data. The, the only real the only real conflict is who would win between Typhlosion and the That's really the only conflict here. Oh, that is. As did we even go over that? No, we didn't. That's true. No. So Typhlosion's faster. From what I can gather, Typhlosion's faster and its defense is like, I think, 78. So I think it could be. I, I think mean, it
1: could be. Machamp. Yeah, considering Machamp's special defense is higher than its defense, but still only by slightly. Yeah. I mean, what? Machamp can learn Earthquake, though. It's true. Machamp can and, learn and, Earthquake, and again, but,
0: we'll,
1: but. It would have to. Like, if Typhlosion let loose a Blast Burn. Yeah, and,
0: then Machamp's
1: and, done. but... And they're the same level, maybe. Since it's stab, and again, because it's a one-on-one fight, speed uh, plays a big factor into it. And considering Typhlosion is, of course, uh, faster, I feel like just going full in on a blast burn will probably take out Machamp.
0: Yeah, but but basically any other move, Machamp can tank and then Earthquake, so... Yeah,
1: if Machamp survives, yeah. then Machamp wins. But if Machamp doesn't survive, then
0: Typhlosion wins. Yeah. The only way that Typhlosion wins is that maxed out friendship, and they went to that move tutor. But oh
1: my god, yeah.
0: But so yeah, that's gonna conclude. It's uh, gonna conclude. We power uh, dissecting Bauer. Pokemon battles. Nerd, the nerd, the nerd corner. Yeah. And with that, I think that's also gonna include episode eight of season two. So I believe so as well. Thank you guys for listening once again. Uh, we, got a lot of exciting, we got a lot of exciting stuff coming down the pipeline. So, yeah. But in order to stay tuned for all that, be sure to follow us on the social medias at Twitter, at SwitchUpPod, Instagram, SwitchItUpPodcast. You can find us there too. Uh, Gmail will be in the description below, along with our personal accounts, which are at Colby underscore Moyer, both Instagram and Twitter.
1: Uh, at T 11 for Instagram at T, uh, I mean, at Tyler Samsel for Twitter. Uh, yeah, stay tuned for, uh, we'll probably retweet any news we see and, uh, yeah. maybe give our opinions on it as well on there. Uh, feel free to tweet at us if you want to talk about anything that's, uh, mm-hmm. coming up. We'd love to engage with our community, uh, our, our little small audience we have here and, uh, Yeah, thank you guys again so much for uh, listening, and we will see you next week.